our quick tip for today is there is power in having a printed agenda. Love it. Let's okay. go. This is the Top Secret Wedding Podcast, where we share top secret tips to help you take your wedding game to the next level. I'm Annika, and I'm a wedding coordinator, enthusiast, and venue manager for one of the best venues in Idaho. I'm Chris, and I'm a DJ, master of ceremonies, and all-around lover of weddings. We're on a mission to improve weddings and wedding professionals everywhere. Okay, so today we're talking all about how to run an efficient meeting. So what kind of meetings are we talking about? Yeah, so I mean, there's a whole variety of meetings and what they are. Um, the three that come to my mind right off the bat are team meetings with your staff. Okay. One-on-one uh, -on -one meetings, whether that's with a staff member or a client or anybody really. Okay. And then meetings with your clients. Gotcha. So. Okay. All right, cool. Are there any other meetings you can think of? Um, I, I, some may come to me, but no. So let's uh, let's tackle. Which one do you want to tackle first? Um, I think I'm going to jump into team meetings first. Okay. That's kind of where I dabble more of my time in. Okay. <laughs> um, but trying to think. So I wanted to kind of start off with like, why do we have meetings? Like, what's what's the point of a meeting? Yeah. You know. I like that. So I kind of was thinking about it. And when I look at a meeting, there's three objectives I think of. It's to get on the same page. Okay. To make a connection. Okay. And to accomplish something. Okay. So. Good. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so before we dive into team meetings, I have some keys for an efficient meeting. So just really quick keys. Okay. Um, big thing is they got to start on time. Nobody likes when a meeting is not starting on time. So start on time. Be early to the meeting. That way you can get in the right headspace and you're not just walking in and rushing into a meeting. Uh, to be efficient, you got to have an agenda. Yeah. I feel like so many times when I go into a meeting and there's no agenda, it's like, why am I here? Yeah. What's the, what's the point? Wanders. It's a waste of yeah. time and you wander. Yeah. So, And then you got to make sure that there's a goal you're hoping to accomplish or else, again, you're just going to kind of wander around and be like, why am I here? So uh, for for these, uh, like the goal established, establishing a goal, um, is that for you or is that something that you state out loud to whoever you're meeting with? Um, it kind of depends on the type of meeting. So if I'm meeting with a client, I will state it out loud and be like, hey, like we're doing your details meeting. This is the goal. We're going to accomplish this. Gotcha. You know, you want to start with that so they know what the point is. Okay. Um, sometimes with like team meetings, it's a little more vague because we all have our own goals. And so it's touching on those, but then there's also bigger goals that we mention. And a lot of times it's not just one thing that you're talking about. Yeah. So, okay. so yeah. Okay. Um, so jumping into team meetings, I was gonna double check this. I'm pretty sure his name's Gino Wickman. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll double check that. But- I'll Google it. I'm gonna say, look at the book Traction. So there's a book that I just read. It's called Traction. I'm pretty sure it's- Gino Wickman. Wow. Yeah. Sweet. I'm so glad I had that. Um, but in that book, he talks about how to run a level <clears throat> 10 meeting. And so it's a type of meeting that I've implemented. I've been implementing them for about a year or so, year and a half. And for me, they've made a huge, they're a big game changer. So um, just kind of doing a quick rundown of that. Uh, his big keys are they 
your meetings have to start on time and end on time. So that's crucial. Why? Just because your time is money. And so getting people together, you know, you're using their time. You're using, you know, if it's a team meeting, you're using budgeting of having everyone there. And so starting on time also sets the example of like, we're here, it's business, we're ready to rock and roll. And I would assume for the people that are attending the meeting, if they know that they're going to be out by three o'clock, then they can kind of plan on that. And I, I guess the other side, the other benefit, the side benefit would be that, you know, you've got one hour to get all this mm-hmm. stuff done. So we can't be talking about what you did. Exactly. Yeah. To get to business. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So it just helps so much with the mind game of like, hey, I'm here. I got to be here from two to three and it's business. Good. So, I like it. Um, having a printed agenda, kind of like we mentioned, a printed agenda is power. Um, I'm actually newer to printing agendas because I just save the trees. Like I hate, sure. I hate yeah. printing out so much stuff. Um, but it has made a big difference to have a printed agenda. You know, you give one to everybody. They can see exactly what to expect and know where they where to talk about certain things. That makes sense. So um, it's also good to send it out beforehand. That way it can be reviewed. That way you're not just walking in like, oh, I don't know what we're discussing. But like, oh, I've seen the agenda. I know what we're talking about. I'm ready to go. Do you find your team actually like looks at it beforehand? I do, yeah. Um, I kind of I kind of make them because I always say, hey guys, here's the agenda. Let me know if there's anything else that needs to be added. Okay. Because so I'm have- not all knowing and there's lots of times that people need to add stuff. And so I say, take a look at it and let me know. And that kind of makes them review it too. Yeah, I like so, that. Um, quick rundown of what that level 10 agenda looks like. I won't go too in depth because there's a whole book on it check it out, you know. Um, But you start your meeting with a check-in. It's five minutes. It's helping make the connection that, hey, we're all working together, but we're also people. So like any good news in your personal life? I like to ask a question, um, literally anything under the sun, like who has the best French fries or what's your favorite Halloween candy? Just something to make a personal connection with everybody. Um, Again, one of those keys of a meeting is to make a connection. So and again, these are more team oriented. I wouldn't go to a client and be like, well, let's start. What's, What's your, your favorite, favorite time? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, time and place. Sure. But um, scorecard is a quick rundown of just what you've accomplished the past week. Gets everyone on the same page. Rock review. That's like I said, he talks about it. Rock review. Uh-huh. Okay. So a rock is like your big goal. Okay. So in his equation, they're three month long goals. So everybody has a rock, a.k.a. a big goal. Okay. Oh, sorry. I need to put my airplane with. Um, so you just review it and see how it's going. Okay. So, I mean, an example of that would be like we're in engagement season right now. So we have a goal to have, I believe it's like 25 tours in a month. And wow. so it's like, hey, Becca, this is your goal. How are we in accomplishing it? So, okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Then you do the to do list check in, which is basically throughout the meetings, you're going to assign to do's. So you check in on the previous week's okay. to do's. And it's just a very quick, like, is it done or not? So, 
Um, part of his philosophy with the first bit is there's no discussion. It's just a really short and sweet to keep you on your time. Okay. So um, after that, we fall into the bulk, which is, you'll see here, it's called IDS. It's, IDS, not IBS. Correct, IDS. IDS. Okay. It's, um, oh, I was like, oh, I don't have to write it because I'll know it. But I think it's issues, discussion. It's like issue, discuss, solve. Okay. So that's the discussion of the meeting, the portion. So, and then you conclude with your to-dos and rating it. But. Okay. So how, I'm going to, I'm going to throw something in here. Yeah. How do you deal with people just bringing stuff up randomly? Oh, dude, I have I'm to, sure it, happens. it happens all the time, all the time. Um, So honestly, it's going to sound kind of silly, but when I, I went to a meeting with someone who does all this stuff too, and he had all these stuffed animals in the middle of his table and we were like, what's the point of this? And right. they all had funny little phrases. Like he had a little elephant that was like, let's address the elephant in the room. And the whole key was like, if someone starts um, going off topic, you toss it at them. Just throw a second uh -huh. animal at them. Exactly. Wow. What I've done recently too, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but I don't have stuffed animals just hanging around, is I have a little buzzer on my you phone. Just buzz at them? I buzz. That's yeah. funny. That way, if we start going off topic, it's like, hey, buzz, buzz, like we need to bring it back. So okay. yeah. everything else hasn't really worked for me. I don't like to be the annoying one buzzing someone. Right. But if I say, oh, hey, guys, like we got it. Like people don't. They don't pay attention. They don't listen. You got to be assertive and buzz them. Okay. So. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, And then you're like we said, your meeting's got to end on time. And in between meetings, you want to have good communication as well. So there's no point in meeting however frequently you are if you're not communicating in between. Are there tools that you use or what's your favorite medium for communicating, like sending emails, text messages? Mm -hmm. What do you find works best? Yeah. So we definitely do a lot of like group texts. They're not my favorite just because it's hard to set a boundary right. there, Yeah. you know, and, you know, it's a <laughs> my dad always quotes like all a group text is is everyone having a, com a conversation on my phone, Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but I actually, my team utilizes this tool called Basecamp. And so it's a project management software. And okay, so they can great. reply contextually to whatever. Exactly. And the thing with Basecamp too is you can put in hours. So like if you're not working, you don't get notified. Don't bother me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I like it. Whereas a group text is like ding, 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 anytime. Sure. So, but yeah. Okay. So that's kind of my quick tips with team meetings. Um, okay, think, so then you, you talked about one-on-ones. Yeah, so then I wanted to dive into one-on-one -on -one meetings. Okay. So I guess what I have in my intention with one-on-one -on -one meetings to discuss is kind of like, hey, you're having a one-on-one -on -one with an employee or you're having a one-on-one -on -one about a situation, okay. if that makes sense. Yes. So with that, what I wanted to bring up is, um, what do I have right there? Whether it's just, yeah. So usually if you're meeting one-on-one, -on -one, it's to get something done or address something. Okay. So, you know, whether that's like, hey, let's meet up and hash this project out or let's discuss this and meet one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. Um, with both of those, you need to have a goal. Again, that's so important because why are you meeting? You know, there's nothing I hate more than going like, hey, let's meet at this time. And then you're like, why are we here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So 
Um, if it's conflict related, you want to go in with your concerns and a goal with how to resolve that conflict. Okay. So a plan of action. Exactly. You know, like if I ever have to have a one-on-one meeting with some employee because of something, I don't want to go in there without like a plan of action. Sure. You know, you want to have like, okay, this is my plan. This is what I'm doing. Thought out. Yeah. Yep. In that instance, you always want to start with the good. That's the thing. Because if you're having a one-on-one meeting, you don't want to just instantly go in there and just just drop it and like hash it out. No, you want to go in there and I always use the word fluff. You want to fluff it, you know? So you want to start with the good and then start to address your concerns and then end with the good as well. So you got to like make a little sandwich. Sandwich. Yep. Um, You also with one-on-one meetings, you need to schedule sufficient time to leave room for discussion. So you don't want to be like, hey, I need to have this talk with you. Oh, but I got to go. So here's this and ah. Right. Like so you five minutes. You wanna, yeah. yeah. So you want to you want to buffer a good amount of time so that there's no running over if it happens. Sure. So um, and then I feel like not as much with like the conflict, but if you're just meeting one on one to hash something out. There's a tendency to get too casual and be like, oh, like, let's meet at this time to work on this project. And then you show up and, you know, you're you're running a little late or you're like, oh, I just got out of the shower. My hair is wet or, you know, and I would really advise to not have that mindset because that's going to be the mindset going into whatever project you're trying to work on. If you're setting the tone with being casual, then that's how uh-huh. the other person you're meeting with is going to, exactly. to reciprocate. Exactly. So um, I didn't even mention this in the earlier ones too, but I do think for all these meetings, like your appearance and dress is so important because it's setting the standard. It's setting that tone. Yeah. So, yeah. Great. Anything else it. for one-on-ones? No, I love that. I think... Um, one of the things that, that came to mind is making sure that you schedule the, the right amount of time for it, because if not, then it could just be an email, right? Yeah. Because if it's if it's just something, just a message you're trying to get across and you don't want to leave any room for discussion, then send an email, right? Uh-huh. It's much harder to argue with that. Um, I guess they can reply, but it's that's a different a different type of communication. So making sure that you leave enough room for discussion. Um, mm also allows them to you can work it out together exactly yeah which ultimately in a one-on-one that's the goal you're trying to fix a problem and come to a solution so you need to leave time for you guys to figure it out and get to that solution right people are people we Uh i mean there's very few times where in a whole meeting you can say here it is this is what you're going to do this is what i'm going to do and they just say okay uh-huh. There's always some back and forth. So you need to have that human component. You you need a plan for that. Exactly. So Well, and I'm going to take it one step further as well. You really should, even if there's no conflict, you should have those one-on-one meetings with your staff on a regular basis. Like everyone's human. You want to connect in order to have a strong team. Even if there's no conflict to resolve, right. you should be having one-on-ones and just touching base and saying, hey, how's it going? Is there anything I can help you with? How's life? Et cetera. Because, you know, if maybe you don't have a conflict, but maybe they do. Exactly. Maybe, and 
you being in the leadership position, they're likely not going to to say, hey, I've got an issue to, to discuss. Exactly. You need to provide that. So that's mm-hmm. that's good. That, that's something I hadn't thought about. So how often would you say is often enough? Yeah. So I so a more formal meeting, I try to have um, twice a year. Okay. Okay. Not as formal. I like to do like monthly. Wow. I mean, I just... I'm really personable with my staff. Sure. Yeah, you <laughs> are. They're not they're not always these formal meetings where it's like, hey, let's schedule a time. But I'll find myself at a wedding day and there's a lull and I'm like, hey, like, let's go for a quick walk or something and yeah. just touch base. You know, life happens fast. A lot of things happen you don't know about. Yeah. And it's just so important to make those connections. Sure. Or even just call them up and just say, How's how's life? Yeah. You know? Do you have a second? Yeah. So Okay, good. Any other, so we, we've covered um, team meetings, we've covered one-on-ones. Any other thoughts, any other tips or, or things that we should be thinking about? Um, I mean, it kind of goes without saying, if you really want to have a successful meeting, food is always good. Food helps. <laughs> food helps, you know. Um, but yeah, anything you want to add? Uh, no, I think... Um... I think it's it's important to have those regular meetings, those regular check-ins, because you can establish, here's what we do as a company, here's what we do as, mm-hmm. as a team. Um, but if you're not following up with that and making sure that you're holding your people to that standard, it's really easy for things to fall through the cracks. Oh, totally. Um, the same thing with clients, I think. You know, if if this is your standard and you say, you know, these are the things that that I want to accomplish and these are the things that I need from you to accomplish that. If you're not holding your clients accountable, it's probably things are going to fall through the cracks. Mm-hmm. And I have that every once in a while. There are a few things that we're revamping to to make sure that that things like that are not falling through the, cla- the cracks. So if I ask a client, hey, I need you to get me this information and they don't get it to me, if I try and follow up the week of their wedding, it's not going to happen. Oh, totally. So having those regular check-ins with clients, I mm-hmm. think that can be really valuable as well. Yeah. I do also think having some kind of, you don't need a necessarily a project management software, but some kind of process helps with that a ton. That's where my team will use Basecamp yeah. and there's lots of fun little things with it. But even with a client, like you can assign them a to-do and it's just, it's all there and it's open and hard to miss. I love it. So Great. Okay. Anything else? Um, the last thing I thought of for team meetings <laughs> is be sure to schedule breaks if needed. If it's long. If it's a long meeting, like you're going to start to lose people, schedule like a five minute water break or stretch or something because you're going to lose them. That is so true. That's very true. Good. Okay. Um, last thing I wanted to talk about a little bit is client meetings. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure, like what type of meetings do you do with your clients? So it depends on the, the client and it depends on what we're doing for them. For weddings, sometimes we do a walkthrough of mm-hmm. the venue. Um, most often, and this really started in 2020, we do Zoom meetings and we have a two okay. hour meeting where we go over their love story, we go over their agenda, um, we give them ideas, we go over music, we go over all those things. So typically that done in in a Zoom meeting. Okay. Um, if it's a venue I haven't been to before, then I like to do a walkthrough. Or if the client is just needing a little bit more direction on how to set things up in the flow of the event, then I love to meet with them beforehand because in this space because then it allows them to feel like 
oh, he's got it. He knows what he's yeah. doing. So, um, so those are typically the meetings that we have. And then we have a final meeting where usually it's just a phone call at that point okay. where we're just going over the details of everything that we've established. And I'm just confirming this, right, this, right, this, right. So that way, again, they know he's got it on the wedding day. For sure. Yeah. What about you guys? Uh, for us, it's primarily our tours okay. and details meetings. Okay. That's kind of the two main meetings we have with them. Um, but yeah. So the tours, that's mostly like a sales meeting, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's a sales okay. meeting. Um, so I don't know that we, sometime we should do an episode about about sales. For meetings. sure. Um, oh, for sure. So are there certain things, just touch lightly on it, if mm -hmm. you can, are there certain things that you try and hit uh, when it comes to meetings during those sales, during those tours? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, again, you want to make a connection with them. So even before, it's going to sound funny, but even before the tour begins, before they arrive, like if you can find out any little thing to help make a connection with them, sure, it helps a ton. Okay. Um, but you want to be on time, make a connection. So hold on. How do you do yeah. that? Do you like stalk them? Facebook, Instagram? Some people do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, some people do. Yeah. Um, but I think even just like, gonna sound stalkerish but if you like look them up on facebook find out where they're from you yeah. know even just knowing if they're from the area or not that's gonna make a big difference and you can be sneaky with how you like you know of course you don't want to be like oh i looked you up and you're from you know like right no don't do everybody, that everybody both sides know you're doing that to them they're doing that to it's us. true that's it's true awesome. you know um but yeah so find out a little something even just looking up their face like that yeah. way when they're there you already know who the bride is yeah. or who the groom is. And you're like, oh, right. hi, you must be so-and-so. Yeah. You know, you don't want to walk up to the bride's sister and be like, oh, are you? Oh, no, <laughs> awkward. Like, It's easy on wedding day because exactly. of the dress. But yeah, that's a good that's so, a good tip. I like that. Um, And again, you want to get in the headspace and be like, hey, I mean, ultimately a tour is a sales pitch. So yeah. you need to get in that headspace. Um. And then you want to have a clear, uh, tongue twister, a clear path mapped out for your meeting. Okay. So for our example with the venue, I like to have a clear plan of action. Am I starting outside or inside? Am I doing this like for a tour? Am I doing this first or this first? Like right. you want to know what your plan is. That way, they're looking to you to be guided. Yeah. So if you don't know what you're doing, they're going to feel that. Instantly. And are, are you customizing it each each tour or do you do kind of the same thing and you just talk, have different talks? Yeah. So for me, it's pretty similar for the tour, but my talking points change based on the couple. Okay. So the like physical path is similar, but then I, you got to read the couple and decide, sure. oh, do I want to go this way or this way? Do I want to mention this or this? Right. So, you know. Um, same with like a details meeting, that planning meeting, they're looking to you. So you don't want to be like, oh, I guess we should talk about this now. Like, yeah. you're the professional. You need to hold their hand and say like, hey, this is the objective of this meeting. We're going to go through A, B, and C. Let's start. And I think that's really important because I maybe we've said it before, but we do this every weekend, at least once a weekend. Mm -hmm. They do this once, twice Sometimes more, but usually it's <laughs> it's once in a lifetime. Yeah. And so they don't know what they should be talking about. They don't know the most important things. They may have things on their mind, but overall we need to be guiding through 
guiding them through that process. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, and then the last thing I wanted to mention just with all meetings is you need to make sure you're distraction free. Like cell phones. Like cell phones. Exactly. Because, you know, if you're in the middle of a details meeting and you're like, oh, like, let's talk about your floor plan. And, oh, someone's calling me. Oh, uh," like, it's just, it changes the whole mood. You know, same with team meetings, same with one-on-ones, nothing like spilling your heart out to your boss and they're like, oh, I got to take this phone call. Right. Like, just turn it off, put Those it away. Not the priority. Got it. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. And I would say, uh, I think it's Simon Sinek. Do you know him? No. I uh, he's he's good. Um, talks about, you know, business building and entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But he says, even having your phone out, that's still sending a message. Even if it's, it's based true. down, it's sending a message that... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're talking here, but if this rings, you're getting put on the sideline. Exactly. So having your phone totally off and away, and we don't do that in this because this is our notes, but yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, having your phone off and away just so you can be present and other people know you're present too. I think that mm-hmm. makes a huge difference, especially when you're charging yeah. to have that time with you. Exactly. And I think too, one thing that I could be better on is like, it's so easy to have your phone away, but if you have a smartwatch, yeah. it's, I mean, there's nothing like sitting there having a conversation with someone and you're like, oh, hmm. Yeah. Oh, look, at my, look at, let me check my watch. Oh. Even if they don't know. And now that yeah. smartwatches are more a thing, people no, know. They, they, yeah, they know. Yeah. So you're not just checking the time. They know what you're doing. Yeah. My wife has been good at that because- She's helped me to like when we're having a one-on-one conversation, she knows like if I like look down at my phone, she's like, is there something that you need to deal with so that you can be present? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm not giving you my full attention. And so I know I need to turn it over, sure. put my phone away. Um, and clients, they think those same things. They're not going to yeah. say them, but... Exactly. But they're going to think them. Yep. For so. sure. Good. No distractions. Great. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, that was awesome. That enlightened me about a few things about some, there's some things that I'm going to change from, from this. Um, I always pick up a few things from you. So I, I love that. Thank you for walking us through that. I think you have a lot more experience in this than I do. So I'm leaning on your expertise. Thank you. <laughs> and course, uh, yeah. yeah. Any last thoughts? Don't think so. We'll see you guys next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Top Secret Wedding Podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review us, and we'll see you next time.